the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Today I've got Kim Commando. I've got certified financial planner Chad Burton. So I got Kim Commander talking a little technology and talking about what she does on her tech show. Got Chad Burton talking a little financial planning. I'm going to be talking about the stock market. I'm going to weave in other content as well. For instance, for instance, stocks are zigzagging after economic data. I'm going to tell you what that economic data is. I'm going to tell you what you need to think about it because I'm going to bring my years and years and years of experience to this this shtick for you today. Now, again, there's all sorts of stories out there. But first and foremost, this is a call-in show. This show does not work unless you call in. It's interactive. When you call in with a financial issue, sending your kid to college, having kids, uh, online banks, investing, stock ideas, mutual funds, asset allocation, the show gets better because we learn from each other. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800 800- Three four five five six three nine to get your calls in the air. First segment of the show, I like to start with. What do I like to start with? Typically, a little comment on the market, stock market. Uh, trend all week has been strong stocks. You've been making money if you've been in the stock market. Trend this week has been stronger commodities and a weaker dollar. The momentum behind what's called a recovery trade. It's continuing to gain based on improving data as well as rising investor risk appetite. Broad-based buying pushed the U.S. stock market higher. S&P 500 closed at 1068, a level not seen since October of last year. Every sector, with the exception of telecom, finished in positive territory. But now every sector was up yesterday. Telecom, there was a downgrade of Verizon, saying the wire line industry, not the wireless industry, but the wire line industry. It's going to be remain weak until the economy picks back up. The wireline industry, believe it or not, is alive and well. Um, Its strength, I would have to go as far as to say, is tied towards corporations. So that's when they say weakness, it's tied towards corporations. Now, there's been a disconnect between rising stock prices and the following dollar. The dollar index is now at the lowest level in more than a year, losing 15% since the equity rally began in March. The weaker dollar trade, it's in full force. The weaker dollar changes how you value issues. For instance, U.S. corporate Earnings are done in dollars, so they're they're going to be weaker than, say, European or uh, Asian currencies. So this, if they get the same earnings, it's still slightly weaker. Hopefully that makes a little bit of sense to you. Now, a following dollar coupled with the ongoing signs of a global recovery continues to invigorate commodities. Commodities, commodities, commodities. Oil gained again, rising above $72 a barrel. We saw a bullish inventory report. Key threshold for oil right now is about $75. A break above the 200-day level would indicate that the market is anticipating more rapid oil field recovery. 
when the fundamentals uh, would indicate otherwise at this time. So we got a little bit of job numbers and a little bit of housing numbers. First and foremost, let's go with the housing numbers. Census Bureau was right on target with the consensus expectation of about 35, about 598,000 multiple units. The increase in starts is very, very misleading, though. So the housing numbers look really strong, but single-family homes declined 3%. It's the multi-unit housing up 35%. Now, this is an interpretation that the current trend that could push estimates for housing starts lower over the next couple of months. Again, you want to see the single-families, not the apartment buildings. Uh, there's little stock news of interest today. Oracle is an exception to that. They reported inline results. I'll talk about Oracle later in the show. FedEx, uh, they reiterated their guidance to no one's surprise today. And AMR, American Airlines, they obtained about $2.9 million in additional liquidity. Let's go to phone calls. Let's go to Matt in San Leandro. Matt. How you doing? Doing pretty well. Good show. So I got this guy who wants to modify my loan, and he wants to bring it down to 3.5%, and basically it'll cut my payments down in half over 10 years, and it'll go back to the rate it was. And he wants to charge me 3500 bucks. Now, do you think that's a good idea? Who's this guy? Uh, it's a company, and they do loan remodification, and they work with SunTrust Mortgage, which is the uh, title holder of my home loan. And it sounds good because, you know, it's for 10 years. I can get out of it before 10 years if I can refi. But if not, you know, my payments get cut in half. I'm upside down, so I'm thinking sounds like a pretty good deal. Be careful. Uh President Obama said, if you have to pay, walk away. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking, too. Um, who is your mortgage currently with? Who do you write your checks to? SunTrust Mortgage. Okay, so SunTrust is the company you currently work with, and this company is tied towards SunTrust. That's correct. So is this a, a an attorney modification company? Uh, it's uh, – I forget the name. They're just – they're like a um, – they're, they're in the mortgage business, too. They're down in L.A., and um, I guess they're just sending out emails to random people that are upside down in their home loan saying, hey, you know, we can save X amount of dollars. And I really don't see my home appreciating in the next five to ten years. So I'm thinking, you know, I got children that are going to be going to college and I can start saving for that. Or I can just save the money and then, you know, make a bulk payment on the uh, – because I got a piggyback loan. So that's at like 8% for hundred grand. That's on top of my fixed adjustable, which is three six point three seven five. That's not going to change. I'm smelling crap here. My 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 personal opinion is be very very cautious. I'm not going to tell you not to do it because there are some uh, attorneys out there who will modify your loan for you. I know a very good one inside the city of San Francisco who's doing a great job and getting great success. But keep in mind, there was also an article about three weeks ago in the New York Times talking about how a lot of companies are sending out random emails, and they're right. basically fishing for people to give them $3,500, and then you never hear from them again. Yeah. So I would just be very, very cautious. I don't like the email angle here. I don't like the promise here. Um, I would prefer that you contact your lender yourself, and a friend of mine recently did a modification, and how he did it was... He wrote a hardship letter saying my income's gone from 300K to 100K. He yeah. went and said, um, you know, originally I bought it thinking I was going to keep the 300K salary and it's gone down. Um, he wrote a letter. He showed him a budget. You know, here's what my, my kid eats. Here's what my wife eats. Here's what uh, I eat. Here's what my business eats. 
Um, so he, he gave a detailed budget, wrote a hardship letter, and ultimately went in that direction and he got a modification. So I would try to work directly with the people. And if not, if you want to drop me an email, Matt, I'll gladly send you out a referral for uh, you know modification attorneys. I appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Importantly, importantly, um, be cautious in a time like this, especially in emails and postcards. If you're getting postcards in the mail, those are things that typically throw up flags for me. I would Google the company that says they're doing it. I would contact Better Business Bureau, see if there's anything along those lines. Um, I don't like most of these modification companies. And when I say most, I'm saying 80%. I know one attorney who's doing a great job, great job of modifications. Um, How about this for a headline? This one just jumped out at me today. China's pig farmers are amassing copper. China's pig farmers are amassing copper. That just, it made me scream like, I got to find out about this story. So there's really things like pig farmers, Chinese pig farmers, i.e. farmers who live in China who raise pigs. And what they're doing is they're stockpiling substantial quantities of copper as the government of China ramps up stimulus spending to spur their economy. Now, the pig farmers and other speculators have amassed well over 50,000 metric tons. That's a lot of copper. That's about half the level of inventories that it's at the Shanghai Futures Exchange right now. Now, estimates are underscoring the difficulty for analysts to figure out where the price of copper should be because we have China who's ordering it and just leaving it in warehouses. And then you have Chinese pig farmers who are ordering it and just leaving it in their house. So the framework on copper, how manipulated it is or isn't at this point in time, is impossible to tell. Now, these same Chinese pig farmers also have 20,000 tons of nickel. People who have nothing to do, nothing to do with metals. They're not going to be building buildings. They're not going to be putting in pipes. They're not going to be building semiconductors or semiconductor equipment. They have nothing to do with copper, and they're storing it a lot like you might store gold. So copper on the London Metal Exchange this year, it's more than doubled. You know, you hear those radio show hosts, idiots, telling you to buy gold, gold coins. Idiots, idiots, idiots. Copper was the best play. It's doubled this year. Who told you about copper? Your big daddy, Robert. Me. So Chinese pig farmers... They might become quick sellers if the sentiment on the metal starts to change. It's just something to throw out there because it's one of those stories that you you can't make that up. Or maybe you can make that up, but I can't make that up. President Barack Obama is in the news today. He's approved a new ballistic defense architecture in Europe that he says will provide stronger, smarter, and swifter defenses of American forces and its allies. He says it's more comprehensive than the previous program, deploys capabilities that are proven and cost-effective. Builds upon commitment to protect the U.S. homeland against ballistic missile threats. He added that the White House has made clear to Russia that its concerns about previous missile defense systems is unfounded. His quote today was, we welcome Russia's cooperation as we continue our shared effort and end systems that, uh, that are unfounded and unneeded. He added the intelligence community argues that threat from Iran's short and medium-range missiles is developing more rapidly than previously projected. Long story short, what President Bush put in... As far as batteries of missiles, he's cutting them down. Uh, Does it make us a safer nation? What does it do? What doesn't it do? I'll let the other talk shows figure that one out. But what I will tell you is it creates a little bit more political risk in all stock markets. 
There's all sorts of risk. There's inflation risk. There's deflation risk. There's interest rate risk. There's all sorts of risk. That's one of them, political risk. Know your risk. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's the Rob Black Show. You're listening to 910 AM, 910 AM. You can find me online at talk910.com, talk910.com. You can get a podcast of the show or listen on live or blog with other fellow blackheads. More stimulating talk. I'm John Cobell. I'm Ken Champeau. We're the John and Ken Show. Join us weekdays from 3 to 7. Now, Rob Black on 910 AM, more stimulating talk. million listeners i'm gonna bring in kim commando kim commando is someone i've been listening to for a very long time in radio and i I don't know if that dates her if it dates me or if it dates how long we've been listening to radio and and her presence in the the industry kim are you with us let's see kim yes ah there we go i had to push one more button (laughs) it's you know it's all these tech items that just Throw you for a loop. Is it Kim? Is it Kim Commando? Is it Miss Commando? <laughs> um, Digital Goddess. Digital Goddess. I uh, like that. Uh, you know, it's you know what my name is Kim Commando. A lot of people think I made that up. No, I I, I saw your Wikipedia page. It's actually uh, Russian, right? Are you Ukrainian? Uh, yeah, I'm Russian Ukrainian. That's and um, but yeah, we can call me as long as you just as long as your check clears. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm with you on that. We're gonna be carrying your show on weekends here on nine ten a.m. Uh, First, before we get into your show, I feel like I've known you for a long time. How long have you been doing radio? You know, I've been doing this, uh, I've been doing radio for about 12, 13 years. And um, just talking about everything digital for this long. And what's kind of cool is that, you know, when I first wanted to do the show, is that the, the folks at ABC, they told me that it was too specialized. Right. And that computers would never work. But better yet, the guy over at CBS Syndication told me that uh, the internet was a fad and it would never take off. And so, therefore, a show focused on digital stuff would never take off. And, uh, you know, that was Frank Murphy. I'm not sure where Frank is anymore. But um, but anyway, and then I had to syndicate myself because nobody else would have me. And so I built some studios and started calling radio stations. And uh, and everything points to now we have over 450 affiliates on the show, which is just fabulous. And I just found out this morning I was um, – this past week, I, w- I was named one of the most powerful women in America by Fortune magazine, so I was doing the gig, and, and they were all impressed because I said we, I send out six million newsletters a week, and then this morning, I just thought I'd double-check that number. It's actually closer to seven million, so um, where we send out tips of the day, cool sites of the day, and, and then obviously, I've got a pretty busy website. And we do paid podcasts and a whole bunch of other stuff. Seven million. How much does that cost you? You know, what's interesting, that's a really great question because it's all email, right? but a long time ago when we started the newsletters, it used to be pretty cost-effective. The software wasn't very much money. Right. But then the spammers started being able to use the software, and then the price of this stuff just went out the roof because spammers can make seven, $800,000 a month. A month. That's crazy. And so the software that used to be like a couple of thousand dollars is now like $40,000. <laughs> and so it, it, it does. It costs a lot. And then you also have a lot of you know, fiber lines and processing power and maintenance and personnel. And and then, of course, you, believe it or not, people will actually call the studios here and say, you know, I didn't get my tip of the day today. Can you please send it to me? 
And uh, so we have folks that work the customer service lines to make sure that everybody's happy. Well, that's nice of you because um, I'm a financial guy, and I've been in financial radio for 15 years. And oh, have you? I used to do a, a newsletter, and I hated it because people would just be on you the, the one minute it wasn't there. So it was supposed to be there on the first, and it got there on the second. They are just calling you nonstop. So you're no longer doing financial media. You're doing publishing, which, which made me crazy. Yeah, and and you know, and it is really interesting. And even though it could be their fault that their mailbox is full, right. I mean, you know, with email or they change their mailing address, they it, it's like they get into a routine. And I know, like, we send out the news of the day, and so if we send out the news of the day for some reason at like nine o'clock in the morning instead of now it goes out three o'clock in the morning. So on the East Coast, people have it with their coffee. That the, the phone lines start ringing here. We're like, you know, really, your free newsletter. You know, so. <laughs> Don't look at drives just for a couple of minutes until we can get it out, right? And I guess I should go ahead and mention your website, commando.com. It's commando with a K. K. Yep, it's uh, K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And you can sign up for all the cool tips and the downloads, and you can listen to the show and learn all about Kim Commando. Now, one of the things that I like, and by the way, we're bringing your show to our station this weekend, which will be nice. One of the things I really like about you is you're a woman in radio, and radio is dominated by men, but you're also a woman in technology, which is also dominated by men, or at least that's the perception. Well, you know, it's changing. Um, As evidence, I just made mention that I was at this Fortune conference, and what was really kind of cool is that, I mean, I was sitting next to the the CEO of Yahoo and DuPont and uh, the chief operating officer from uh, from Facebook and some top-notch people from Apple and Google and things like that, and and it was all women, and because it was just the most powerful women, but, but I've been doing this for so long, and I think a lot of the, a lot of folks have been doing it that long. But, but you're right. In radio, it's it's pretty hard to find a woman with a national show that's that's, and then t- not talking about politics, you know, or family values or something like that. That talking about digital cameras and camcorders and online security and privacy and uh, how to make money online and how to start a blog and all kinds of great stuff like that. How much of your show is future technology versus how much of it is digital lifestyle, Kim? You know, probably features like 5%. Okay. Because people want to know how to do things now. Um, certainly, it's nice to get things that's what's happening in the future. And I, I will spend a part of the show talking about some new gadgets that are coming out, things like that. But really, it's, it's you know, I, I try to have a lot of take-home messages. And in every call, I want there to be a take-home message where somebody can go, wow, you know what, I didn't know that. I don't do a tech support show. Um, I'm not going to tell you how to install RAM inside your computer and to reconfigure your hard drive so that you dual boot off of Linux and Windows. And I mean, it's just because that to me is incredibly boring. But the but the side of it is that is really interesting to me, and I, I think to the the home listener is how can I share my photos? How can I make them look really great in the the photo books? And is it true that Facebook is keeping everything? that I write on Facebook into a big database, and the answer to that, by the way, is yes. Um, what happens when people tag photos, and, and I have duplicate pictures all over my hard drive? And, you know, it just goes on and on and on. Like, one of the things that I'm talking about this weekend is webcams. And we have webcams now on our computers, and we have them built into our laptops, but a lot of people don't realize that if you don't have the right settings, is that anybody on the Internet can hop on and they can see, they can see you through this webcam. I kind of like that. <laughs> a little voyeurism going on. A little on voyeurism, yeah, absolutely. It's okay, but you know, maybe you don't want to say that publicly. You just keep that stuff to yourself. But, um, but anyway, it's you know, but it's all it's all practical stuff, and that that I think a lot of people are really wondering about, and and I, I think I probably and I do I, I have the greatest callers. 
Okay, I'm speaking with Kim Commando. She's going to launch a show this weekend right here on 9, 10 a.m., but she's been around for a long time, and I say that in a good way. She's been on CNN, CBS, MSNBC, ABC, BBC, Fox. Um, she's sought after as an opinion in technology, and I'd say digital lifestyle would probably be – I almost want to kill the word technology because it's almost too gadgety, um, but digital lifestyle. Like, for instance, you have commentary on ID theft. Is ID theft – I've always felt really comfortable with Amazon.com and, and putting my credit cards there, but other sites I'm a little bit more leery on. Well, with identity theft, it's it's your credit cards, but it's not just online. It's also offline. It's where you put out your information, where somebody can get it. And also, there's a there's an underground Internet where numbers are sold and traded. And believe it or not, not for a lot of money, maybe 10, 15 bucks, but at 10 or 15 dollars. And then they can they can use that card to get three thousand dollars worth of stuff before maybe even yet you notice. And then all of a sudden that there's a mortgage taken out in your name. Is with so much information flying around the Internet and also posted online about you. And, and a lot of folks haven't done this, but if you go to your local county website and you type in your name in the public record search, you may be pretty surprised at what's there. Like, for example, um, I've said on my show, if you go to – I live in Phoenix. If you go to maricopa.gov, you type in my name, you're going to see various things that, that are a public record, um, up to and including – uh, you know, estates and trusts, and even my father's death certificate that's posted online. So if somebody has has access to all this information, and, and it is readily available on the Internet, whether for pay or for free, that your identity can get stolen. And so you, you need to keep track of that and uh, make sure that you do look at your credit card statements every month. A lot of folks don't do that because it's the avoidance behavior thing. If I don't look at it, maybe I won't know how much I owe. So, that's, that, that's me. <laughs> there, I thought you were like the financial guy. I'm, a financial, I'm on top of my financials, but I don't know if people are, are stealing my identity. And... <laughs> so, so, you know, and, and that's, what's, that's what's nice about some of the newer services that are coming out. It's, it's not freezing your credit because that becomes a bit of a hassle. Uh, but it's actually actively scanning the internet to see if your numbers are are out there. And but you know you do need to to make sure that your identity is stolen as well as with your your kids as well because the the kids seem to be a target nowadays as well. And dead spouses, big target as well. Right. I've seen that one uh, more often than not in the world of finance. So um, now you do a a cool site. Can you give us a cool site? Um, well, every day we do a couple of things. We do the news of the day. Sure. We we do a cool site of the day. Um, and we do a tip of the day, and then we have the weekend edition, and then we have buying guides and all kinds of stuff that, that pop up on the website. A cool site is just that. I mean, some place that you can do something that maybe you haven't thought of. It could be a clinical trials website to help somebody out, and it's never a pay site. That's always my prerequisite, that it's not something that's going to ask you to sign up. It could be a place where you're going to uh, download PDFs for free, um, today we've got uh, a site of the day on the website about hiding text and images, and if you wanted to send somebody a secret message, the way to do it. We also do a video of the day, and then we have a free download of the day that's probably our most popular site on the Internet, believe it or not, I mean on our website, is where you can download a free program. And, uh, for example, the one today is about price protection tools and ways you can see that whether or not you are actually getting the, the best price that you've purchased on something offline or online. And if you just go to the website, that's where we have all of these spotlighted. But we, we test all the downloads, by the way, so they're not badware, adware, right. junkware that you get inside your system. And, you know, it's, it's a labor of love. We all work here very hard, and, but we, we really like what we do, and I think it shows in, in the, the high integrity that we have in the products that we put out. 
we're working on getting you on as a regular guest once a week. But I'm, I'm intrigued by what you just said there, Miss Commando. You said, um, we. How big is your enterprise? Um, well, aside from uh, aside from doing my show, we also do a 70s show, an 80s show. We do the Mannheim Steamroller Christmas programming. Um, and we're getting ready to pick up another show that I've yet to announce. Um, and everything that happens for our products happens out of our building here in the, the humble abode of Phoenix, Arizona. Right. The the staff is anywhere between 20, 25 folks, uh, which... That's impressive. You and I both know this. Radio has changed a lot in the last 15, 20, 30 sure. years. So. And, yeah, and everything that we do happens out of this building. A lot of syndicators, they'll have a, a producer in this city, and they'll be farming it out to this rep, or they'll do this. Everybody is in the building, and which makes it pretty cool, because when you need to get something done, like one of the things that I was just working on before you called is, a, is an app for... Uh, the website for the iPhone and the touch. Because, quite frankly, if you don't have an app for your business, you're really missing out. Right. Um, and developers of apps are in high demand right now. Sure. You know what? They absolutely are. And, you know, and, it, and it's, we are in the middle of a, a really big convergence that we haven't really seen since the mid-1990s. And I don't know if a lot of folks realize this, but between the, the iPhone and the, the iTouch devices, it's, it's the fastest-growing consumer technology hardware service in history. I mean, in history. And we've had 50 million of these gadgets shipped in like 26 months. Right now, there's uh, 75,000 apps in the iTunes store, and, and the average person will download 36 applications themselves. It's crazy. And so, and so if you're sitting there and you have a, you have a business, you have a website, you don't have an app. It's like hello. <laughs> it's like in the 1990s, if you didn't have a dot com, you were a dot nothing. Right. Exactly. And you know, and, and also social networking's growing up along the way and. Uh, it's it's really hard for me to believe, but we have 300 million people on Facebook now. That's that's and it's profitable. So says Facebook. Yeah, and one of the things that I've learned over the past week is just talking to some of the folks from Facebook is that you know we're getting they're getting ready to launch some new advertising initiatives, and it's going to be interesting to see how folks respond to that. Targeted off their information that they're posting too. Right, and see, right now you have the little ads along the side, and but. You know, it's going to be interesting how the public responds to it. And it was funny because we were having dinner last night. And, and if you ever wonder what we talk about at the Kim Commander Show Homestead, <laughs> it was last night. It was about the viability of Facebook versus MySpace because MySpace used to be really hot. Came and went. Not anymore. Exactly. Do you think Facebook sticks? You know, if they don't mess it up. Yeah, I tend to agree. If they don't. If they don't damage the data too much, they they do, they're doing a lot of things right. What's nice about Facebook is that if somebody gets on your wall or on your page and they start trashing you, yeah, is that there is a handy dandy report button. And I don't know who looks at that stuff or where it gets reported, but every time that I've done that, uh, it goes out to, into the intergalactic bit bucket somewhere, and, and the person just vanishes, you know, off of the off of the Facebook universe, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but there's it's it's an interesting website it's a phenomenal business right. the amount of data that they're accumulating i've seen their server farmer here in the bay area Have it's, you? it's it's pretty big server farm let me tell you on, on and i'm just going to give you my opinion you could say you're an idiot but um facebook is actually social networking and i can explain it to you because i'm not very social i don't really like people but I've started using Facebook to get, like, work references out there. And, you know, on occasions, I, I let some people actually become my friends online and things like that. But I'm pretty antisocial. I'm the guy who likes the gasoline card and just pay as you go and don't actually go and talk to attendants. But Facebook is making me more social oh, or, or at least ha improving my address book. 
Well, and, and getting your name out there or responding to folks and making, making – do you go out more? No, no. Okay. So I, I still, uh, you know, stay in the house with the dog and the cat and uh, don't get out much. But um, I'm just not that really social of a person. I work, you know, my hiney off for 12 hours a day sure. and go home and want to sit on the couch, eat corn chips and turn on the television. <laughs> now, are you into the whole Twitter thing? Um, I'm trying, but I can't, I can't pull it off. You know, I'm not, think, I'm not getting the Twitter thing myself. So, you know, I have it. I have it set so that when I update my Facebook fan page, it updates my Twitter, right? Which then updates my personal profile. You know, so you just have to do it in one spot instead of going from spot to spot to spot. But you know, a, a lot of folks are are getting into it. Obviously, I mean, twelve percent of total time spent on the internet right now is on social networking websites, versus uh, about five years ago is less than one percent. I hear you. So anyway, Kim, I got to catch off because I got to hit sure. my people meter time and you got to go prepare for your radio empire, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> no pe- problem. People will be able to hear you this weekend. We'll probably get you back on. You and I could talk about Twitter and rock band and all the, the things in the digital world that are sure. going on and socialized in the world. And I super appreciate it. I wanted to let you know, I've been a fan of yours for many, many years. It seems like more than 13 years, but you've been around for a while. People can find you online at commando.com, commando.com, digital lifestyle, not intimidating. That's the, the thing that's all about her. And thanks for the call, Kim. You're listening to 910 AM. It's 910 AM. Talk910.com. Talk910.com. You can call the show 800-345-5639. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Love her, hate her, listen to her, know her, don't know her. Your opinion, welcome. 800-345-5639. This, this, the squirrels. Yeah, the squirrel nut zippers. Or you can call them the zippers. If you're a true fan, they're the squirrels. More stimulating talk. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. What's with these homies dissing my girl? Why do they got a front? What did we ever do to these guys that made it so violent? But you know I'm yours. And I know you're mine. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. I was just talking with Kim Commando about Facebook and right during the break. And one of the things I like to do is be honest with you and, and show you, you know, what's up my sleeve. Heidi and I, producer Heidi, who you can see on the, the blog page right now. Uh, she's no, it looks like the webcam is off today, or at least mine is. Anyway, um, she's like, Facebook isn't, you know, we we're talking about is it social, is it not social? And was I making that up or not that I am kind of antisocial and it's kind of social for me? And yeah, it, it's. It's one of those things that a lot of technologies have come and like LinkedIn to me is a waste of time. It's not visual enough. Don't like LinkedIn. Um, I've worked in radio and television now for 15 years. I've worked in the financial industry about the same, um, a little bit longer. So you basically can figure out my age. What I'm throwing out there at you at this point in time is I wish I would. There's people that I lost. There's like my I had a, a radio producer named Andrew who did this this wacky British newscast and you know I have his email but that computer crashed so I lost his email so Facebook's nice because it's you know that cloud computing it's it's out there in the world of the internet and I can keep a database of friends and family and people who like the show because at some point in time when my show has no ratings and when my show has no money coming in they're gonna fire me like they well they're gonna fire me that's what happens in radio. Radio shows go away when they're not making money and they have low ratings. 
they get replaced. There'll be the new Rob Black show or the new Pepsi show. It'll be the new something. Kareem will get a show. The love of God. So Kareem, the dream, the intern with Mostus. He'll come in. The, the management will go, oh, we, we need more Kareem listeners. So there goes Rob. Here comes Kareem. So anyway, I would like to connect with these people because some of them went on to radio stations that could use people like me. Some of them went on to TV stations that could use people like me. Anyway, you get the whole idea. I'm, I'm, I'm rambling on. Um, let's talk about some of the other stories of note today. We already did the initial claims. No, I didn't do the initial claims. I did the, the numbers on housing. So initial claims finally broke below 550,000. Now, these are people who are filing unemployment initially. Finally broke below 550,000. Now, the consensus expectation was for about 550. So we came in at 545, a little bit better than expected. To put the current employment situation into perspective, initial claims peaked. We need to see claims fall below 400,000 in order for employment situation to feel as if it's getting better. If every week we're firing or sending 500,000, 550, or 560,000 people to the unemployment offices for the first time, it's not good. We're not creating enough jobs. But right around that 400,000, that's a good number, believe it or not. So we're still a ways off of that. Now, continuing claims increased to 6.23 million workers. Continuing claims is problematic because they've been, out of, they've been unemployed a long time. They can't find a job. Now, at some point in time, you get kicked off of continuing unemployment. At some point in time, the state of California goes, you know what? We're not going to pay you to be unemployed anymore. It's been too long. Goodbye. And they fall off continuing. So that number of 6.2 million, it's actually a little bit higher of people who are continuing to look for jobs, but some of them have actually fallen off. And that's uh, an issue in of itself. Uh, how's the economy doing? Well, Toyota's telling you something today. Toyota said they're going to spend larger than average $1 billion on U.S. market in the fourth quarter as the country's economy starts to be recovered here in the United States. Irv Miller, he's a vice president for Toyota. You know what I said about vice presidents yesterday? They're basically zombies. They don't know anything. But anyway, in his case, he says, we're starting to see some glimmers of hope out there. We feel that momentum's coming around in the month of August and our inventory level's good. It's very good right now. Time is right. They said the cash for clunkers worked well, boosting auto sales. But it makes sense for Toyota increasing spending. Inventories have come down. Demand is coming back. They want to make sure that they don't miss the consumer. And that the consumer doesn't go to Toyota lots and sees they're empty and jumps over to Ford or GM. That's a good sign. That's a real good sign. I remember I was just talking about unemployment or continuing claims of unemployment or initial claims of unemployment and how the numbers came out today. And they were, they're, they're starting to get smaller, but not quite where we need them to be. Well, today we learned that unemployment in the United States will peak in the year 2011. So according to a guy named Paul Krugman. Now, who's Paul Krugman? Well, he's a Nobel Prize winning economist. He said the global economy seems to be stabilizing at a level that is unacceptably poor. He added, it's possible the recession will be a double dip recession. Yesterday, we heard Warren Buffett say no double dip. Now, Warren Buffett, greatest investor of all time, Paul Krugman, Nobel Prize winning economist. They both have their merits, right? He says unemployment will peak in 2011, certainly staying very high and possibly rising all of next year. He said the acute phase of the global crisis has passed, but the recovery is likely to feel like a continuing recession. He says recoveries have been weak from past crises in the United States and other regions as job sectors continue to get worse long after the crisis has bottomed out. So we know the crisis has bottomed out at this point in time, but we don't know if we're going to do a double dip recession and or not. It's a possibility for the whole world. It's a possibility for us. Now, in the last recession, when the market fell apart, 
What did you do? You probably wanted to sell stocks. What did you learn? You probably should have been buying stocks. So Krugman, Krugman says the effects of the stimulus programs will start to fade early next year and recovery will be slow due to the global nature of the crisis. You're listening to 910 AM. You can find me online during the commercial breaks, talk910.com. There's a blog there. There's a podcast there. There's a digital version of the show that you can stream there. You can call in the show. Don't be shy. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. At some point in time, my manager's going to go, hey, why aren't people calling? Let's put in Kareem the Dream intern. And Kareem the Dream, the intern show, will be the new Rob Black show, and out I go. So 800-345-5639. Don't just be voyeuristic with your listening patterns. More stimulating talk. I'm Rob Black. Ahead at noon, Glenn Beck. Now, Rob Black. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. All things financial. You can get your calls on the show, 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. At the live blog, 910. Talk910.com. Talk910.com. You hit the Rob Black face, you hit the, the blog button, and boom, you're in. The Joe posted a comment saying, Rob, I'm 27, thinking about buying a home here in the Bay. My price range is about $400,000, and I make a little over 60000 a year. I'm fully funding my Roth. You think it's a good idea? Figure out what you qualify for. Before you come to me and ask, is it a good idea? I would say you want to use 30 to 40%, no more of your monthly income to service that mortgage. So if you're starting to use 45, 50% of your income to service the mortgage, you're going to fall behind because you got taxes. You've got other big issues. Taxes on a $400,000 home ain't going to be cheap. You've got paint, you've got electricity, you have issues tied towards the home. And then on top of it, you got the 15% that you need to save for your retirement. So let's say you're using 40%. You know, right there, already 75% of your money's gone before you even put food in your belly. Because to me, you have to max out the 401k before you own a home, before you put food in belly, you must max out the 401k. It's that important to me. I think you could afford, just my guess, probably about $200,000 home. You're also going to have to come up with 10 to 20% down to get favorable terms. The day and age of doing uh, double loans to cover your down payment, those are not over. They're not over. You know, the second mortgage on top of the first mortgage, second mortgage, higher rate to cover your lack of down payment on the first one. It's a lot tougher to qualify for. Now, Dustin says on the live block, talk910.com, he goes, I hate Facebook, primarily because my wife is addicted to Facebook. I bet it's common to have one spouse hate Facebook because it takes up so much of the other spouse's time. I would agree. Um, any website should take no more of three minutes of your day. And the, what people fate post on Facebook, I had some, some one of my so-called friends post yesterday, skipped Spanish class tonight. I'm a bad estudiante. Like, do I really need to know that? Waste of my time. Waste of your time for me to tell you about people wasting my time with, with their posts. Um, I don't know. Like, Fern Glenn, he works at Cron. I like his post yesterday. He goes, a 4-3 giant lost to the Rockies. Ugh, down three and a half. 16 left in the season. Way back. Way back. Way, way, way back. Is it a good buy? 
like that's okay that's fine because that, then that gets me thinking about the bay area so i like his post but the post on skipping spanish class i think i could have done without i think i could oh or how about christine's post uh salad for lunch today totally didn't cut it totally like do i need to know that now here's something that you need to know seat geek seat geek now wait give it a second this is one of those tech crunch one of the names that came out of TechCrunch. It's actually pretty darn cool. I'm going to give you two names that came out of TechCrunch that are pretty darn cool. Yesterday, I gave you Clicker.com, which is an aggregator of every TV show that's online. And there's millions of them. It's kind of like a TV guide for the internet. It's pretty cool. Clicker.com. Here's another one that's pretty cool. It's called SeatGeek. Now, it's got ticket scalping down to a science. It's going to be cheaper to buy seats in advance of the event, or will prices drop as it gets closer to game time? Will the sellers unload their wares? So it's it's using algorithms to figure out seats from the various sites out there like StubHub. Now, they use a little algorithm that can forecast ticket price. It's very similar to what was called Faircast. Now, do you remember Faircast? Faircast is a pretty cool tool that Microsoft's Bing bought and incorporated it. And what it does is it says, okay, you want to fly at Thanksgiving back to your home to see your family? Cheapest time to do it is going to be October 14th. It had... It has it to that science because it goes through years and years and years and years and years and years of flight records. And it's going through years and years and years and years of what, when they drop their prices, when the prices, when the planes filled up. And it's, it's, it's making the decision like that. So same thing with SeatGeek. It's going through tickets, like uh, ticket resellers like StubHub, Razor, Gator, and Tickets Now, amongst others. And say you're interested in going to like Dodgers and Giants coming up on October 4. And I'm just making that up. It'll search for available seats. It'll say that you can get cheap seats below face value. So if you want to sit up in the the bleachers or up in the third level, that's fine. You're going to get them below face value. But if you want to get close to the action, uh-uh. It's going to tell you, buy them now because historically, prices are going to rise on you. So it's kind of a cool site. It's not the, the end-all, be-all. It's not going to change my life forevermore. But how about another one? I think I want to do a digital lifestyle show. Maybe I'll call it the Kitten Commando show. No, 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 no. That, that idea is already taken. So, okay, another uh, new website that I think is going to be helpful for you, and I think you can make some money if you start looking at it that way, is Yext. Ticker some uh, Y-E-X-T. So text with a Y. Text with a Y. It's a local business search engine that has surprised everyone because it's already got revenue. It's the yellow pages. It guides phone calls to businesses. It makes money when you do the search for a keyword and connects you with a phone to that business charges the business inside the call so if you call a car repair shop and make an appointment they make a little action so anyway that's called yext y-e-x-t that's one of the things that came out of the big tech shoe tech crunch it's the rob black show you can find me online at talk910.com talk910.com i do have some seminars coming up in foster city foster city amongst others you can find out more about those at robblack.com robblack.com it's 9, 10 a.m. It's Rob Black Show. More stimulating talk. Rock 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.